The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'll tell you something you won't believe. Friday, I get a call. Come, that Somebody calls me, he says, Rabbi Krohn, I hear you're speaking about your brother, Matzah Shabbos in Lakewood. I said, yeah, right. He said, I, I tell you a great story about me and him, but you've got to promise me you won't use my name. I said, of course, you know, it's no problem. I'll do anything for a story. You know, it's no problem. <laughs> you know, of course, I, I trust the guy. Why not? I mean, I'm not going to embarrass him. He says, I want you to know, I come from a very, very from family. I was a teenager. I was, seven, I was 18 years old already. I was just sitting in the yeshiva doing nothing. I spent half the day at home. My parents were going crazy. I just couldn't learn. I wasn't interested. I decided I'm enrolling in college. So I registered for college. And my parents, I thought they, they would die because they certainly didn't want me to go to college. But I went anyway. I went to orientation. And I looked around. And I, I saw the type of boys and girls that I would be sitting in class with. Now, you know, it's not like I wasn't from, but I, I wasn't learning anything. But how could I be with these? Oh, I, I can't. I just can't. So I came home, and I said to my parents, you know, I want to try learning again. And my father looked at me like I was crazy. It's because I said to my father, it can't happen in America. I want to go to Eretz Yisrael. So my father said to me, this boy is telling me, I don't have the money to send you to Eretz Yisrael. I have to send you to Eretz Yisrael and then pay for whatever yeshiva you know is going to accept you. I, I don't, just don't have that kind of money. He said, yeah, but I'm telling you, I want to change. He said, that's fine, but I, I just don't have the money. He said, I'm going to go to Rabbi Cronin in Lakewood. So he comes to Rabbi Kalman, and Rabbi Kalman knew this family. I don't know if he knew him well, but he certainly knew of the family. And Rabbi Kalman sensed that this guy might be a Parsha, so the fellow told me. He told me I should come 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, I thought he was crazy. What do you mean 2 o'clock in the morning? He said, no, because I guess Rob Kalman figured if you're serious, then you'll come at 2 o'clock. And that's when I came. And I said to him, look, I was in college for one night. I saw at orientation. I don't want to be there. I want to get out of here. He said, where do you want to go? He said, I don't know. Where could I go? You think, I, you think they would take me in there? <laughs> so my brother said to him, well, how are you going to get there? He said, well, that's what I'm here for. I need a ticket. And I need a chavrusa. So they spoke for about an hour. And Rabbi Kalman said, okay, I'll get you the ticket and I'll get you the chavrusa. But you can't let me down. So he said, okay. And the guy went. He went to Eretz Yisrael. And somehow, he, he told me that this, it's amazing. He went to Rabbi Nassim Tzvi. Rabbi Nassim Tzvi already was sick. He was lying on a couch. And Rab Nussan Tzvi told him, he asked him uh, to say a Dvar Torah, he said something on himself, the brachas, but Rab Nussan Tzvi saw right away that this is, you know, that he needs specialty pool. So Rab Nussan Tzvi said, I'll accept you on two conditions. One, you got to learn the blot. And he said that was so genius because he knew in a second that I can't learn Ian. I- I'm not going to be on Schneimerksen for two and a half weeks. I can't. But he, the blot inspired me like wow he has trusted me that I could do that blot and that and he said the second thing Rabbi Nassim Tzvi told him was anything you need in the yeshiva any money anything only come to me I'm the Rosh Yeshiva don't go to anybody else only me fine and he started learning with this Chavrusa now and he was going to Shemak and he told me after two months he slipped and he did something that was inappropriate I didn't ask him what it's not my business and he slipped. 
And he said he heard that Talmud found out about it. And he was so nervous that Talmud was going to call him. And because he invested, you know, so much money, I'd given him some And sure enough, Talmud called him. He picks up the phone. He says, Rabbi Krohn, he couldn't even get the words out of his mouth that I'm sorry. And my brother said to him, do you know how to become a millionaire? He said, uh, I, I don't know what you mean, Rabbi Krohn. He said, no, how, how do you become a millionaire? Do you know anything about business? He said, no. He said, I'll tell you how to become a millionaire. You see, what you do is you buy a stock. This is how millionaires come. Rabbi Khan will tell them, I know. They, they buy a stock. And they buy a stock that they trust and that they feel is going to go. And they keep it. And then sometimes it goes down. But they're smart. They don't sell it. Because they know it's going to go back up. And so therefore, then eventually it goes back up and that's how they make their millions. He said, listen to me. I invested in you. And you're my stock. And you went down a little bit, but I'm not giving up. I expect you to come back and you're going to be right on top. And I'm going to be the millionaire because I invested in you. And you know something? The guy was almost crying on Friday when he told me the call. He said, I was in mere 10 years after that. For 10 years. Today, the guy's a family man with Haley Gekinder and a Torah de Gestub. Why? Because Rab Kalman picked the Chalbana. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.